Hi, this is Claudia Gray, the author of Lost Stars and Into the Dark, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. Are you Mandalorian? A Utini Podcast Network production. Dink Farrick. Episode 203, The Mandalorian Season 3 Preview. This is the way. On this episode, here comes the Utini Book Madness Bracket Event. McClinking. Wes Jenkins. Yeah, burn. And the Utini crew talks about what could happen in the new season of The Mandalorian. This is the way. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Force, a Eugene Network podcast all about the multiple Star Wars shows that are running at the same time. Welcome to 2023, everybody. I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight to talk all about The Mandalorian Season 3, Season 3, are two of the loveliest gents, the side of the Star Wars universe, starting off with the man, the myth, the Mando, Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm still first in the lineup since Corey's not here tonight. I'll take it. Uh, I'm a little bit stressed, though, about all these TV shows, man. I'm still actually not caught up on the Bad Batch, and now we're throwing Mando in the mix. Uh, some, something's got to go, you know? Sorry. Sorry, Cody. You're not going to get any dog walks this week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I've had the realization that I really do need to start waking up before work because I can only fit in one show on my lunch break. So, uh, God, the things we do for love, you know. Uh, but you know what? I won't do that. But I know someone that will. What's Jenkins? <laughs> hey, man. Wow, do I appreciate the meatloaf reference. Only for you. Anybody <laughs> caught that. Um, what's going on, everybody? Um have you done your Mando rewatch yet? I've seen a couple of our um, a couple of our Utini mates that are going to try to run through that uh, in the next like couple days. Oh, just so cash, good luck. just like that. Wow, good luck just with like that. that. Right? Actually doing that. <laughs> um, it's funny because uh, uh, Bethany, girlfriend, is a, is turned into a Star Wars nerd. What yes! a nerd! Right? We did it. Um, we, we did it. I mean, binged. Mando season one, season two, book of Boba Fett, Jeez. and as she was doing it, I was just like, "Oh, this is actually good, uh, good study material for me, so I can kind of catch up on some stuff." Um, so, and then I got her doing a, I got her doing like a custom watch of all the Star Wars shows and movies. You got her so, a custom um, watch? I got him. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> Well, Jeez, Eric, heard. thanks a lot, man. Now, I hope that ante- expectation's not coming down the line. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh, it's, it's been fun, and it's been really cool to see her, like, react to this stuff. I, I just want to be like, oh, my God, and uh, by the way, everybody dies in Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to, like, keep it to myself. Secretive <laughs> secrets. Oh, that's uh, – there, there is no – okay. No, I'll say it. This is hyperbolic. There's no better feeling in the world, everyone. Uh, then watching someone you care about go through Star Wars for the first time and actually like really dig it individually, yeah. Because we all do things for people that we care about, right? Like you watch things, you'll do some things, you're like, okay, this is good, but maybe I wouldn't do it individually. But to watch them like sink in, it's like, yes, I was right. <laughs> it feels really yeah. nice. So that's awesome. I uh, I, I would like not- you to apologize to everybody you ever made fun of for watching Star Wars your entire life, and you start with people in. Junior high, go. Like, that's exactly like, Oh, my it. God, there's so many people. You got some emails to send, basically, is what we're saying. Uh, 
I have not done a rewatch. The last episode of The Mandalorian that I watched was uh, when the last episode aired. I am not a rewatcher. <laughs> Straight up, there's too Ooh, much stuff. Same, so same. tonight, I'm as I was doing research for tonight's show, I was like, oh, yeah. That was pretty good. Can I oh. uh, can I plug that video that they put out? Because we were talking yeah, about this before the show, and I was like, man, I don't remember what happened in season two. How am I going to do the podcast tonight? And so I hopped on Disney Plus. I said they must have like a season two recap like they did with season one, but no, they don't. But if you Google it on Star Wars YouTube channel, there is actually a season two sizzle recap. It's about three minutes long. And it was very well done. It's awesome. May I also, Wes, I'm going to put you on the spot here. In our screen share window, would you be so kind as just to navigate to utini.com? Because as I'm vamping Ooh, here, uh, I was I don't alerted. have that hyperlinked. It's all right. I'm, I'm going I'm to give you a second <laughs> you while I vamp here. So Can you spell that? Can you see the, our homepage? You will notice there was also the Mandalorian Season 1 recap and the Mandalorian 2 Season 2 recap. Our very own Emma Park put those up today, everyone. Oh, so perfect. Forget about Amazing. that sizzle reel I mentioned. Forget Just about it. go read it. this. <laughs> if you want to check it out, Emma put a ton of work into these. They're freaking awesome. We got pictures. We got descriptions. And if you're not um, a huge video watcher, honestly, I'm kind of a, a phone scroll reader more than a YouTube watcher sometimes. Go to utini.com. Check out those recaps. Emma, you did amazing on them. Uh, but, yeah, season one, <laughs> season picture. two. Uh, go ahead. Scroll through those before you go to bed because we know, we know you're scrolling before sleep. You shouldn't. Right, Charles? Isn't that a medical yeah, thing? You shouldn't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but if you're going to, you might as well go and check it out. So um, I'm going to use these obviously tonight, and I'm going to check them out more. But I'm, I'm excited to, to remember everything. Before we get into Mando, though, more intensely, a quick reminder to everybody, make sure as you're watching the show tonight, like the video, subscribe to the channel. we got a lot of great stuff coming your way all the time. And if you're listening to us on your podcatcher, hi, I hope you're having a great dog walk. I hope you're washing dishes. we got a dishes crew, I know. I haven't talked to you all in a while, but I know you're doing dishes, and I'm proud of you for it. I'm proud of you because you're putting in the work. Uh, I hope you're liking the show. Go ahead and give us a review. Uh, we got a lovely review recently over on Apple Podcasts, a nice little five-star review. If you got a one-star review for the show, you know, just keep that to yourself. All right? No one cares. <laughs> no one cares about that. But five stars. Shout them to the world. Make sure everyone knows. Uh, and now, as we always like to do, I want to check in with my buds uh, and see how your week was. Uh, Charles, I want to start with you because I got to tell you, buddy, um, we're doing really good. I saw you. This week, briefly, briefly, but there was physical touch, which there I think was. counts for something. There was. Uh, and it was a good day. Yeah. So Eric and I both attended the same sporting event, and um, Eric was part of like this big march of fans headed towards the stadium, and he happened to be going by the bar that I was at with some friends pre-gaming, and I called him, and he was walking by outside, and there was just tons of people everywhere. And then we made eye contact, and I assume that anyone watching saw us kind of jog slow motion toward each other. Absolutely. There may or may not have been a warm embrace. And then we both went in and watched our team lose. But, um, yeah, but it, was, it was still fun. And uh, that was really, honestly, probably the highlight of my whole week was going to that game. Yeah. It was a great time. Uh, good old Charlotte FC, our MLS team. Here in North Carolina, um, we lost because of a goal in the 88th minute. And if you watch any kind of football or soccer, you know that really sucks because the game's almost over. <laughs> um, but had a great time, my first match ever. And, yeah, Charles, I feel like we were like Ray and then Finn and Poe 
at the end of Rise of Skywalker, where it's just like, ah, ah. but we were much less stressed because anything was possible at that point. But had a great time. Uh, if you are a fellow MLS fan, uh, root for Charlotte. Because if you don't, I don't know, you kind of hate the pot, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but similarly to Charles, that was a highlight of my week. I had a very stressful week, fellas. I'm just going to be honest. There's just a lot of work. Mm. I was very tired. And it got to the point where a buddy of mine that I brought to the game, I went with Charlie and my buddy and his wife, um, to pay for the tickets. I got them a month ago. And you know how when you buy tickets a month ahead of time, you totally forget you bought them? So, like, you just – that money you kind of don't think about because you're like, oh, it's gone. My buddy was like, oh, by the way, for the tickets, he gave me a $100 bill in cash, like a psycho. And I was like – <laughs> I didn't know they still made those. I didn't know what to do with it. So I was like, you know what? I've had a bad week. I've already forgotten about this money. You can hear where I'm going with this. You know how you try to convince yourself mm-hmm. things are a good idea. How many Funkos did mm-hmm. you buy? I did not buy a Funko, <laughs> Charles, but I did buy myself a Shamrock Shake because I was very sad. And then I went to Target, and I got this bad boy. I got wow. the, the ATTE um, Lego set because I'm like, I got to spend this cash on something. And uh, <laughs> it's 1,082 pieces, so there's a glorious Sheesh. weekend day in my future where I'm just going to sit and probably just have some beers by myself, put on an audio book, and build a Lego. Yeah, that and, would take uh, me 11 years. Uh, <laughs> one sitting. One sitting for all mine, mostly because of the cats. I don't trust them not to hit my shit in the middle of the night. But, uh, but yeah, that was my week, was buying a Lego and going to a soccer game. Am I 31? Am I 13? No one really knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, Wes, you had some – oh, wait, sorry. One more thing I want to plug. One more thing I want to plug. Uh, I was also on a podcast uh, this past week um, with our buddy uh, Matt Hudson over at Star Wars Sessions. He has a movie podcast, uh, what I watched last night um, and stuff. He's a lovely man. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter. I tweeted it out. Um but uh, and our oh my gosh, I just checked our, our Utini account tweeted out as well. I, I did a podcast called The Back Row where we talked about the Oscars. So if you like my voice for whatever reason and you like movies a lot, uh, go check out Matt's, Matt's show. Go check out what I watched tonight. He's a lovely man. And if you don't know Star Wars Sessions, listen to them as well. They're going to have a lot of stuff at Celebration London. Uh, but yeah, I got to have a not bi coastal, what is it? Bi continental. Uh, uh, podcast on Sunday and just chat about uh, who we think is going to win the Oscars. So that was a total blast. Uh, Wes, I had a great segue and I ruined it, so I'll pretend that I'm saying it again. <laughs> you also had some athletic um, uh, feats this past week. I see you are back doing one of one of our favorite things on this uh, on this show. Yes, it's the the wonderful world of competitive softball, right? So yeah! um, season started up again. So I'm playing on Sunday. And Wednesdays, and it was hot. Well, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't August hot like it is in Texas when it's like 110 with like no wind. Um, but uh, I got burnt on my face, and you can you can see it. Um, so it. But season's back. It's fun hanging out with my friends that uh, who will. <clears throat> I guess encourage you in case you are doing poorly, which is completely a lie. They they give me shit all day long. I was long. gonna say encourage um, you yeah. healthily and first you know, first game back. First game back was last week, and I was too ashamed to talk about it last week on the show. So um, I struck out looking. Um, yes. If you play slow no. pitch softball, they just underhand you the ball, man. So they <laughs> I mean it's not like yeah, it's not like it's hard to hit it. And so I was just like, oh, that doesn't look good. And it was probably the most perfect pitch you've ever seen. I mean, it's just a lob throw 
across the plate, and I watched it go by. And because of that, I had I had to spend some money, but but I didn't give Bethany enough money to go get beer. I had to buy twenty four beers for the team. Wow. Um, because if you strike out, that is the that is the punishment. You have uh-huh. to purchase alcohol for your friends to drink, and you watch them do it while you wow. just sit there. Which I assume and... leads to more strikeouts. <laughs> uh, I would, yeah, no, you'd be surprised. I think a lot of these guys hit a way better when they have a, like three or four inside of them. So, Wes, here's what I want. I want you to remember these words next time uh, a ball goes over the plate. Just imagine me looking at you, being like, "Good eye." <laughs> Good eye, Wes. The the catcher will do that to you behind the plate. He's like, oh yeah, this is a good one. Like right before oh. you hit, and you're like, oh, it's like, oh, and like gets you completely out of sync, and you just like ground out at the pitcher or oh, something God. ridiculous. Also, and, anyways, Cole just roasted you in the chat. Getting to the third strike is impressive. Dang. <laughs> oh. I'm you. Well, hey, can't wait to hear about all your dingers. You're gonna you're gonna slam out of the Texas uh, heat in the next couple months. Uh, hopefully it won't snow again and take down your power grid, but if it will, then at least you're outside. So very happy to hear about that. And, uh, as you guys may notice, Corey's not on the show tonight because, um, he was called away to a remote mountain colony, uh, where he had to do open heart surgery on a baby bear. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And I'm excited for him to not have any idea of what we're all talking about next week. Uh, when I mention that, so everyone keep it a secret because I'm going to ask Corey about his bear surgery. There's no good segue to this. Patreon, you pay for this crap, don't you? You like this? You like what I just did? Do you feel good about that? Um, no, but for real. I want to do a quick thank you to our friends over at patreon.com slash utini who support far more than my crazy improvisational antics. Uh, you are the reason we're able to do everything we do for the site. All these new uh, articles we have going. All these new pods we got going. We got a lot of exclusives coming in. We're still cooking behind the scenes. Uh, testing some shows actively this week. Uh, so very excited for stuff coming your way. I was talking about some exclusive interviews coming along the way. All kinds of fun stuff. So go over to patreon.com slash Join the crew. Uh, join the family as we kind of plan for the rest of 2023. Um, and speaking of Patreon, you could do something very fun tonight if you're on Patreon. But before I tell you about that, we got to do the drop. It's time for the Star Wars Weekly Roundup. It's the Star Wars Weekly Roundup. Anybody? Anybody? Do you know what month it is? Do you know what month it's going to be? Mark, uh, uh, Wes, Charles, what, what comes after February? What, what's, what comes? What month is coming up? What's the next one? What is it? Called? After February? After there's, February, yeah. There's like eight of them, right? <laughs> you know what? You're right. I wasn't specific. I wasn't specific. <laughs> That's like a genie wish where you're like, I wish it was, oh, well, it could be anything. <laughs> Dang it. Well, everyone, it's March. It's March. And if you like sports at all, you probably get a little mad in March. March Madness is upon us. One of the greatest uh, communal events of the year where. A bunch of college basketball teams will play each other for supremacy, and there will be upsets, and there will be all kinds of brackets busted, and nobody's going to win Warren Buffett's million dollars because no one can do a perfect bracket. But in honor of March Madness being right around the corner, we are thrilled to announce the Utini Book Madness Bracket Event. This is going to be the biggest bracket, bracket event and maybe even the biggest community event we have ever done in many ways. So, everyone, here's what's coming your way. We're going to have 64 books, 63 matches. We're talking two matches a day, and it will all take place not only on Discord, but on Twitter, 
Instagram, and on YouTube social channels. We've known throughout the years that a lot of you come to us from a bunch of different places. So wherever you consume your Utini content, whatever social platform you like, you're going to be able to participate in figuring out which book is going to rise to the top of the bracket. Tonight, over on Patreon, we're hosting a play-in match, which is awesome. I think that's so fun. Uh, later tonight, so we'll find out the, the final the final person that's going to be in the bracket. And then tomorrow, that will end, which will determine which book fills the final slot. Uh, just so you know, it's going to be Inferno Squad or X-Wing Starfighters of Ajumar. Two very different books. But we'll see who gets the last slot. And the official festivities for this bracket, folks, kick off this Friday, March 3rd at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're listening to this podcast on your regular podcatcher, today is the day, March 3rd, 1 p.m. Now, what is this bracket challenge? It is the following things. Daily, you can come vote on your favorite Star Wars book. So every day you get two books or a series, you'll see, depending on the seating. They're going to go head-to-head to see which book can get the most fan votes. This has 64 of our most recognized and fan favorite reads. The bracket will consist of 63 matches until there is one book standing now where do you vote specifically what do you do each day there's going to be a new post on discord in the book madness channel so make sure you got that on alerts book madness over on discord there'll be pictures of that day's matchup will be posted around 1 p.m and 4 p.m eastern standard time and the votes for each match will last about 24 hours the book with the most votes moves forward nice and easy then the next matchup starts immediately after that. So each day, you'll see Twitter posts. You will see Instagram stories. You will see YouTube community posts all at the same time. Now, on all of those, there'll be polls and things like that on Twitter, things like that. On Discord, each book will have its own emoji, a blue saber, a red saber. If you've been in our bracket before, you kind of know how that works. You click the saber you want. You go to the tab and Twitter, YouTube community that you want. All simultaneously, you just vote for the book that you like. Now... You can just vote for whatever book you like more. You can vote for whichever one you think is the best. And it's all basically up to you. Now, the bracket is seeded. If you know March Madness, it's all about seeding, right? A lot of this is seeded by the Utini recommended reading order. But that doesn't mean you have to vote for number one over number nine or whatever have you. Vote for your favorites. We want some upsets. We want some fun here. And discuss and kindly debate your favorites across all the social channels i want you guys telling us why you think things should win i want to see campaigns i want to see people really pushing for their favorite votes and one can vote across all four different channels so do you have a book that you really want to win did you vote on discord did you vote on youtube did you vote on twitter did you vote on instagram you can quadruple the size of your vote and that's not voter fraud that's just strategy so (laughs) overall Wes, if you'd be so kind, you put the link in the chat. This is a look at what the bracket page is going to look like. We're using challenge.com, um, and we have 64 different books here. Uh, before we talk about some of the books, I want to give major kudos to a bunch of folks on the team. Our buddy Amir came up with the idea. Uh, Jordan giving a ton of feedback, and Jose gave us a fire graphic that you're going to see pasted everywhere. And, of course, our buddy Moonflyer, Dave, who believes in the chat tonight for starting these brackets in the first place way back when. Our team has been all over it, and, of course, Timothy, our Patreon manager and Discord manager, has been overseeing the whole thing. So, fellas, this is huge. It's a massive event. Um, it's massive. I'm excited. There's so this many is so fun. matchups. Like, I just looked at it, and then... There's more. I can scroll down. There's so many more. Just keeps going. Get the very bottom. Yeah. There's we a have lot 32 of 32 matchups. Yeah. 64 books. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and I this, think we're going to see some surprises. Oh, I, th- I think we will too because it, it's kind of grown every year, been a little bit more legitimate since it got mm-hmm. started. But, you know, there are those favorites out there that, that sneak in there just like in Real March Madness. There's Cinderella teams. There's an eight seed. And you're like, but I really, really enjoyed that book. And I don't know. It's fun to see people campaigning in, in all the different socials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's going to be the – who was that team? Was, uh, who was last year? St. Peter's? Who was, what was that team? Remember that team last year? That, like, it was a nothing seed and made it to, like, the Elite yeah. Eight or something? I don't remember. It all it runs Saint together. something? Yeah, someone in the oh. chat. Remind us who that was. That was great. Uh, but, yeah, I think we have tons of great matchups. My favorite matchup in the first round, I'll just say this. We got the Alphabet Squadron Trilogy going up against X-Wing Rogue Squadron. And I'm like, I think that is a very similar bracket. And, and round one, one of those is gone. And I think that's going to be a huge uh, point of contention with the community. So get ready, Ooh, everybody. That's interesting. Yeah. So you could have one book go against a trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Ah, man, that one book better be a it better be a a banger. Um, <laughs> this look at this Kenobi versus the Truce at Bakura, Freddy. Poor Freddy. Which one are you going to choose, Fred? <laughs> I think Sorry, Freddie buddy. already actually bought a billboard uh, for Chester <laughs> and put it in the middle of, uh, of Colorado. So I think maybe if you're if we're driving by, you can find that. But, yeah, I'm excited uh, to see kind of what – St. Peter's. Thank you, Jared. St. Peter's. I was so close. Wait, I said St. Peter's. I was on <laughs> it. Never mind. I nailed it. Good for it. me. Go me. <laughs> um, yeah, very excited for this. So stay tuned, everybody. All the socials every day. Set your alerts on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Go on Discord. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, not that we think that books need to be compared, but there's got to be a winner and a bunch of losers, right? So, of course they do. <laughs> so, thank you, everybody, for that. Excited. Uh, we'll keep you guys posted weekly on how that's going. And if you want to buy the new books, of course, those are still coming out next week, everybody. Next Tuesday, Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars is finally coming out. See, I got little mini Cal and Marin here already for their book to come out on March 7th. But most importantly, the event of the spring is happening next Tuesday. We get to find out if Hunter's Battle for the Arena is a real <laughs> book. It is still supposed to come out March 7th. Um, and for all transparency, we do not have a review copy. Nothing like, like this... I'm just going to go to the store and see if it exists. Like a plebeian. Like a plebeian. <laughs> That's I... the last time you had to just go to a box store to get your book, Eric. No, I, it's not great. I, I asked Daddy Jeff to send me all my books nowadays, I'm going to be honest. you know, I do have a Barnes & Noble by me, though, so I feel like I should go more. Obviously, independent bookstellers are, are – books bookstellers? Stellar booksellers. There it is. Are our ideal, but, you know, you get what you get, so – uh, I'm excited, guys. The week before, let's do one final, uh, one final little vote here. Is Battle for the Arena coming out next week, man? Yes. Like, I just looked it up. There's three different websites that say coming soon, mm-hmm. available for pre-order now. Marcus Shiro, the author, <laughs> has nothing about it on Twitter. It is, it is not even really? in the Twitter bio, but it's on the, but it's on their website. I looked at his website. I'm like, okay, you can find it. I don't know. I, uh, I think it's happening. That's. I, I think it's happening. They just decided not to give it press, like yeah. um, at this, like Fireball. At this point, <laughs> I mean, 
not that it's abnormal for a book to get delayed by any means, but like I feel like we would have heard by now, right? I, I mean, we're, I think so. We're so close to that date. Yeah, I, I feel think like we would. So heard. that's where I'm going. I don't know. We'll find out. But also, battle scars. Nah, um, nah. <laughs> dead or not, was. Well, we'll find out. I'm excited about it. Uh, We will not have an official review going up for Battle for the Arena necessarily, but we will have, of course, our usual video coverage. Uh, We'll have the video review and the written review for Battle Scars. Um, I will also say, I usually don't say this as much ahead of time, uh, I am interviewing author Sam Maggs tomorrow night. Uh, So that uh, interview will be going up during a release date as well. So uh, keep stay tuned for all your Battle Scars needs, as, of course, your reading Hunter's Battle for the Arena. All right, let's go into the main part of the show. As always, we're going to start with our little bit of check-in on how one of the Star Wars shows is going, and then we're going to go into Mando Season 3. But before that, there is a show already out every Wednesday. That's The Bad Batch Season 2. This week brought us Episode 10, Retrieval. Uh, Charles, you said you're still a little bit behind. Yeah, I haven't, watch this one? I haven't seen it. I am halfway okay. through last week's, but it sounds like they go and retrieve something, which sounds like a lot of the other episodes. Charles, you've done this show long enough. You're, you're, you're so good at it now. You just understand it. There's, um, a, there's a formula to this. You know? <laughs> Wes, is he, how spot on is he about that? Um, yeah, he is fairly <laughs> 90% correct on, <laughs> on his... Uh, <laughs> Well, no, he's 100% correct on it. So, yeah, I don't no, want to spoil it for you, Charles, but no, I think you figured it out without even watching. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wes, uh, yeah, let's say very, very briefly, last episode, they lost their ship. This episode, they went to get the ship. Um, uh-huh. Wes, how'd you like this episode? Uh, it was, I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, just straight up. It yep. is. No, same. It seems like. Same. It just <laughs> seems know, like. The last two episodes, like, now they're back to square one. So, yeah. it was at least last week it was something. They left us with, they don't have a ship now. What are they going to do? And then they immediately fill that solution or fill that void with, like, that doubt that we were thinking about was like, oh, we can track it by yeah. just tracking the gonk droid. No big deal. Gonk-y. Of course we're going to find it. Gonk-y. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, there was only, I only enjoyed one part that's not true, but I really enjoyed one part of this episode. Mm-hmm. It was when the, it was when the big bad or the the evil villain that was in this forgot what his name was like, sort of the M. Um, uh, Mako. 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 When he was just eating all this food and everybody else was starving, he was just like slurping up soup and taking <laughs> bites of like beef or something, yep. and then just taking some more soup. And it's, <laughs> I was just like, man, that guy's yeah. gorging. And I've done that before. I've, been, I've had all. <laughs> Like, all kinds of different foods in front of me. I was like, I know I'm taking a nap right for this. Yeah. But this is what I want to do. You did that in front of starving <laughs> children, too. You're like, you'll get your turn. No, absolutely not. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Mad Max Fury Road with the Morton Joe and the uh, the crazy guys that did, like, the chrome faces. Uh, I love that movie. And I got to oh, say, man. I, I was watching this episode, and I'm like, I wish I was watching Mad Max right now. That would be a great time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I... It's tough because I don't like to not be stoked about Bad Batch. And I know that some people are really loving it. And I don't want to take that away from y'all. But I, I will do the broken record thing. If they hadn't had episodes that are among the best Star Wars we've ever seen. Yeah. 
then I wouldn't be wanting that as well. I think, again, just the tone continues to be whiplash, and I don't know. I What what is Crosshair doing? <laughs> like, what in the world? What is he doing? Like, what where, is, like. Is he good? Like, <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's some folks that were like, you know, am, am I going to watch Bad Batch or Mando first this week? And I'm like. It's kind of dark, but. Uh, really? I don't know. Anyway, uh, that being said, Charles, you should catch up. It's not hard. Uh, yeah, and this picture I that I threw up, this this oddly looks like um, my desk sometimes at work, and I will just put food everywhere, and I'll just Bunch eat the entire like everywhere. throughout the day. <laughs> I feel it. Hey, I got my I got my Trader Joe's cinnamon drizzled granola next to me right now, so I completely understand that. But anyway, yeah, I hope yeah, if that you, if you missed the episode, they lost their ship last week after Fair mining back. Ipsium. They this week they got it back. And yep. now we are back to square one for next episode. Yep. Next week Hopefully is called not. Metamorphosis. And that brings me joy because that legit means change. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, it does. By definition. Does and, it? Yeah. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with the idea of episodic television or anything wrong with the idea that little things can like kind of teach lessons and then go back to the status quo. But the momentum of these Star Wars shows just always feels like there's got to be something kind of pushing the general story forward because they've established there is a general narrative. And if you've established that and then you don't fulfill it, then it feels kind of like not as engaging. So right. hoping it back there. But before I watch Bad Batch on Wednesday to figure that out, I got something else to do in the morning. Mando's back, everybody. Mandalorian Season 3 is back. Before we talk about our excitement level and recap what happened in Mando and talk about what we're most excited for, Wes, I want to ask you a question. I asked Charles this off air, and I I was shocked. Uh, Wes, without looking it up, when do you think... The last episode of Mandalorian was released. I was so The finale so wrong. of season two. I was so wrong. This, the finale of season two? Yeah, when did that come out? Oh, I'm sorry, Eric. I already looked that up. It's December 30th, 2022. Or 2020. All right, great. No, <laughs> Charles, what did you say? I said I said the beginning of 2022, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> what, because <laughs> what is time? They 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 tricked us with the book of Boba Fett. Right, so yeah. that's what it was. They yeah. tricked us. I guess. How do you that define the last episode of Mando? <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. Exactly. <laughs> episode seven of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that that to put us in perspective, yo, it has been over two years since the last episode of The Mandalorian. Wow. Over two years since we yes. saw Luke Skywalker show up and take Grogu away. So, all these things happen in season two, um, but as we do in roundtable sometimes, I want to gauge our excitement before our talk, and then re-examine when we're done here. Um, Charles, I want to hit you first. Where is your excitement level as of this Monday night for Mando season three? Are you, like, setting your alarm for Wednesday morning? Are you like, oh, yeah, I'm excited for it, or are you like, I don't know, this kind of has to now prove itself again? Like, where are you on the, on the thermometer heat rating? It's high. It's very high for me. Um, yes! I, now, admittedly, uh, this time last week, I was like, wait, it's next week? Like, I, I was that level. It's not like <laughs> it's I've been, up. you know, I've not been crossing days off the calendar. Like, yeah, today's the day. But um, as of right now, I think I'm taking my stuff. I'm sleeping in the guest room so I don't wake up Nicole. I'm waking up an hour early. I'm watching it before work. 
Uh, I am. I'm excited. I would. I'd put it at a nine, and I'm only putting it at a nine because we have taught ourselves to manage our expectations on this show. Um, but I, I, I'm very excited. When I watched that sizzle reel earlier from season two, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. And and it's great. It's great. So I'm I'm pumped. That's awesome. Also, that's you have a. It's a very comfy bed in that guest room. I slept in that bed. So you have a great <laughs> night. Um, Wes. Charles put us at a nine. He started us off very high. How are you feeling about Mando season three? You ready to jump back in? Oh, yeah. Very excited. I want to see, well, each season that we've had, and it looks like almost each episode that we had, they've made, like, production upgrades, like, yeah. every with everything that we've seen. There's been, like, a vast difference from Mando season one to um, the end at uh, season, at season two, December 30th, 2020. Still nuts to even think about over two years it really seems only like a year yeah but um i'm excited to watch it with somebody who hasn't seen it all the yeah. star wars before but they're like really they're really interested and, I, and i'm i appreciate that we can both watch it together um and then just to see like where they go from here do they start i mean they can't like start from when luke skywalker took grogu or they could and then use that as a you know, he says like a, as a foreshadowing event, or they can look at look in the past and see what had, what had um, they had done to make Rogue even think about going yeah. back with Mando. But they did that already with Book of Boba Fett. So I'm not sure if they go that deep into it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like Mando's season 2.5 was just <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do with it, but yeah. I'm excited to see what kind of new characters come about, and then like if we go back to Mandalore and they just explore that whole thing. There's a lot of things that um, they can they can bring up that will excite Star Wars fans that were into the comics and in the cartoons and stuff. So, yeah, ready. I, I'm, I'm ready. Let's say that I'm ready. You mentioned that, and it made me think. You know how in like old Marvel comics and stuff, they would have an event happen, and they'd have a little asterisk, and in the bottom of the panel, it would say "See Fantastic Four issue 87" or something like that. Oh yeah. What if Disney Plus was like? Grogu, and then the whole thing paused, and it did a pop-out, and it said, watch the Book of Boba Fett, now on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and then you could, like, click on it actually and just go watch I mean, the entire what, Book of Boba what Fett. What percent of people you think are going into Mando Season 3 having not watched Book of Boba Fett? I, I, I bet, think 40%. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet Ooh. there's a healthy portion because healthy it is portion. that it is that one show because it was the first one that's been like that mainstream thing that you can yeah. just watch the movies or just watch some of the movies and then go watch the Mandalorian and still enjoy yourself. So, I mean, they're, yeah. they're going to have to work it in somehow to catch those people up. Yeah. My dad watched the Mandalorian. He does not like star Wars. He watched Mando and texted me about it. And I would bet my mortgage that he has not heard of the book of Boba Fett. Okay. Like, so I think there's definitely something to do. That being said, the clip they did release uh, with Mando talking to Grief Karga a couple weeks ago, yeah. he's like, oh, the little one. He's like, yeah, he made a choice. Like, I think there's going to be something like that where it's like a little too exposition-y, but then they'll go past it. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say my personal heat rating is is probably like, we're like a 7 or an 8 right now. and I, But I will say why. And I think it's absolutely going to be at a 9 or 10 by the time we're done. Because the only thing that has ever dampened my love for The Mandalorian has been my dumb, like, over-immersion into discourse world. Where I, like, just happen to be online too much, because I am. And, like, 
There's too much like Grogu is an adorable Macy's balloon and Grogu is a Funko eight million times and isn't he a little baby? And I'm like, and hey, it's not hey. about the the show. Stop it. I know that's what Stop I'm saying. It. Nothing's about that. <laughs> and then every time I watch a, a piece of footage from Mando or like think about it, I'm like, the show rocks. Like the show is awesome. So yeah. I think that's the thing is like just it, it's been so long since Mando that I spent all these years without actually the new content. So I've all I got to get back in the zone of really absorbing what the show is. Book of Boba Fett, as we talked about back on our bounty hunt shows in the day, like felt kind of flat at certain points, but its highs were very high. The Mando episode were great, and I think we're getting back to that. Um, and I think as we kind of recap really beat by beat what happened and talk about what we've seen so far. I'm also going to be very excited to sleep in Charles's guest room and watch the Mandalorian <laughs> on Wednesday morning. <laughs> so let's fellas, let's go back in time. Now let's go back to season two. And I'm just going to add some bullet points on things that happened. And then I want us to go around and just talk about some of our favorite parts about it. Let's just get back in the lore and love of Mandalorian. So back in 2020, remember that? Nope. Not a great year. Um, Not the best. But all of this happened in Mando Season 2. The introduction of Cobb Vanth. The introduction of Boba Fett. The introduction of Bo-Katan. The introduction of Ahsoka. Mando had the Darksaber. We got the Naboo N1 Starfighter. The introduction of Luke Skywalker. And then Grogu left basics all of that happened (laughs) um in this one season of television um so let's bask in that for a little bit what are some of the moments that as you were thinking back you remember oh my god this was the best i can't wait to see what they bring out of it in season two or season three um i want to not go in order uh because i want to say Cobb vanth because y'all know i love Cobb vanth you do but I'm going to say uh, one of my favorite moments of the whole thing was the like 80s montage of finishing off that N1 and yes! him taking it so out for great. his test drive and all of that stuff. Like that, that ship is sleek, man. That that ship so is good. sexy. I mean, Love I it. I want to see more of it. There was a lot of it in in the trailer shots already. Of course, mm-hmm. we're going to yep. see some more. Um but man, that thing is just cool. Yeah, that I mean one of my favorite Lego builds and one of the best moments of celebration uh, that, that Mando experienced, just seeing that thing in all its glory. Um, it makes up for Pelly. Oh. Sorry, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of the mechanic. No, I was – Charles, Charles, we're in sync because I was going to be like, not a huge fan of what surrounds it. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's the one thing in the trailer where she's like, may the force be with you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't <laughs> – Thanks, mom. I don't need it. If she'd have thrown a thumbs up, that'd be even better. She's like, like, yeah. Bro, I just need gas. I'm just, I just need gas. I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't bother me. Um, But yeah, I I agree. That's that ship, like the the N1 itself, one of the best ships of all time. Especially for us prequel babies. I mean, exactly. We love it. Just Um, bring it in there because it could, it could mean absolutely nothing to vast majority of the audience and it can mean everything to you know yeah to the nerds it's just like, a, i mean it's just a cool ship to other people it's just it's just rad like it's yeah, just a really yeah, neat yeah. ship so n1 
great. Obviously, we're going to see that a ton, like you said. We've seen it in the trailers. We've seen a lot more ship combat in the trailers for Season 3, which I'm stoked about. I mean, uh, we're still hoping, praying, dead or nighing that Rogue Squadron movie for that reason. I mean, the, the Star Wars ship mm. stuff has been so good since the Disney merger. That's been one thing across the board. Like, the Starfighter sequences and everything like that has been so fun. So I hope we get to see that thing just fly and do all its great stuff. That would be awesome. Uh, Wes, what about you? What's uh, What about this stuff are you really hoping we see come to fruition in the next season? Well, the introduction of the Mandalorians, um, first and foremost, were mm-hmm. like the uh, Mandalorians from um, Clone Wars season one. It's like Bo-Katan, yep. um, Clan Kriz. So just actually having another set of Mandalorians that take off their helmet and we're like, he's like, you're not a Mandalorian. He's like, no, actually, you're not a Mandalorian. <laughs> I was so, there when it was written. All right, like, yeah, <laughs> like just the the two different belief systems, and which are over a like a big Mandalorian umbrella, but mm-hmm. two different belief systems. It's kind of, I want to know more about that through this, um, through like uh, cinema and TV rather than um, books and comics and Wikipedia and stuff like that. So um, this will help people understand who the Mandalorians are and then get them into reading because they want, because you can definitely get more information out of a book than you can for a show because you have more in a book. Um, But also I want to know more about, um, I want to see more Bill Burr. I want Bill Burr to come back. (laughs) You got the little guy. What are you doing? He's a kid. You're a freaking Mandalorian. He's, what are you thinking? Get that gun out of my face, Mando. <laughs> so good. He was so good. No, we've so, we yeah, not wanna... seen him. In Why it. do you got a big black sword comes out of the handle? <laughs> what are you doing? He's a kid. This is insane. You, insane. you guys suck. <laughs> All these Mandalorians are terrible. Right, sorry, guys. This is the rest of the show now. I'm no, sorry. please, God, no. <laughs> now, we have not seen him in the in any trailer stuff, have we? I don't remember seeing no, him. No, I, I don't think, I don't he, think he's so. not confirmed at least. And I mean. I don't know. Maybe he'll cameo. That'd be great. So the last that we the last that we saw him, they let him loose after they went to yeah. Um, they went to that imperial base and they scanned um, they scanned Din Djarin's face first Wonderful time. Wonderful episode. Yep. Yeah. Pedro so Pascal had to be on set that day. Actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. in our Slack recently working on these recaps. Some uh, one of our crew members asks, "Hey, uh, what's uh, Bill Burr in space? What's his name?" And I'm like, "No, that's it." Bill Burns face. <laughs> yes. That's the character. <laughs> they should have just, they should have gave us some kind of similar name to Bill Burr instead of Migs Mayfield. But we got to go to Mandalore, but I got to get Duncan on the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely who he is. That would be great. That would be great. Um, I'm going to be a little, a little chalky easy here. Uh, it's say uh, uh, Bo-Katan and the Darksaber stuff. I think mm-hmm. Katie Sackhoff, I mean, we see her. Uh, we've seen an HD still and seen it in trailers of her sitting on that throne of Mandalore. Like, we, she's there. Um, and anyone that's a huge fan of the Clone Wars has known kind of the story of her family and things like that. Um, she definitely believes she's the rightful wielder of the Darksaber, but she don't got it. And you have so to win I, it. I, exactly. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's very much predominant in promo posters and stuff now too like mando's got that saber like the dark saber is his weapon like that is a very clear thing so i'm excited to see the two of them hopefully kind of unite a little bit i wonder if she's gonna kind of bring him more into the fold of mandalorian lore and like what the dark saber could mean and i want to see him rise to that level and with all of this what i'm most excited for 
based on what we've seen, I think I think we've kind of gotten through the I need to only protect Grogu part of the story. Because season one was what is this baby, right? I got I got to figure mm. it out. Season two was I got to take him to the Jedi. We did that. And then in season 2.5, which we'll hit here in a moment, like they're reunited. He made a choice. So te- so that storyline is complete. And now we have resolution. He is with Mando now as a Mandalorian who can also use the force moving on. So I hope that that can just kind of be an accepted part of the show now. We're like, oh, it's me and Grogu. Great. But that's not the episode. Right. The episode is what's going on around them. And there's kind of a unit. Um, mm-hmm. And there's got to be some we've... major growth, too, for Grogu. Yeah. Because... Some grow growth. Some grow. Some grow. <laughs> some grow growth. Um, Neither one's good. I'm sorry. Yeah, that all sounds gross. Let's never do that again. Um, <laughs> but but we saw him grow a lot of different ways. Of course, we've seen him use the force. We saw him actually get out of his little floating bassinet, and he was yeah. hopping on the stones and all that kind of stuff, and he was showing his agility and all of that. So I mean. And to me, <laughs> like, that's the big danger in a character like this. And I know we've talked about this on the show. Is like, how do you make this guy who's actually like 55 or something? I don't remember yeah. how old he is. Um, how do you make him grow meaningfully over the span of a yeah. season? So mm-hmm. I, there's yeah. got to be – is he going to start talking? I don't know. But there's something's got to happen. Yeah. Speaking speaking of him moving up the step, he moves like a South Park character, right? So it's just like boxing. Oh my god, he absolutely <laughs> does. That's exactly it. Um, but you know yeah. they can't do much with that because they yeah, have to cover puppet. the body. <laughs> so yeah, just, I'd like to point that out. I want to ask you guys now about about season two and a half, um, aka the Book of Boba Fett, the Grogu Mando, the Grogu Mando reunion. Happened in here. We got the whole episode with Luke and Ahsoka. Uh, one of the, one of the great moments. Um, Luke Luke coming back. I uh, you will not hear us saying they shouldn't have brought Luke in. That that was incredible. We I screamed like I was eight. And I, him meeting Ahsoka, I think, is beautiful, poetic. Um, mm. But we had the whole decision that Grogu made with the chainmail versus the saber and all that stuff. And then we got him back with with Mando on Tatooine, uh, fighting alongside him and Boba Fett in the final battle. It was a lot of fun. Realistically, just as a story, what do you guys think about them doing that in the show, in Book of Boba Fett? Like, do we do we think that was a miss that they're going to have to rectify? Do you think it doesn't really matter? Like, practically, what's that going to do for season three? Um, by kind of having required reading for the first time in any of these shows. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, again, I think they're going to have to address it in this show because not everyone is going to be willing to go and watch the book of Boba Fett. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you or can, as John Favreau said, go on YouTube, watch recaps. Yeah, John. yeah. Come I mean, on, man. you could Come on, do buddy. <laughs> that. You technically don't have to watch the whole show to get what you need. No. You know, you can no, watch like two episodes essentially, but easily. I I don't know. I mean, obviously they use the Mandalorian as a springboard you know, they brought these other characters in, they brought Ahsoka in, they brought Boba Fett in, and then they are using that introduction to launch their own series. But they really don't have to continue to mingle and cross over. And that's something I actually found very interesting when I was watching The Sizzle is there was actually a lot of Ahsoka. 
And I was like, man, does that mean they're actually going to pull her in some in season three? Because we haven't seen her in any of the season three trailers that I remember. But they Mm-mm. really focus on her a lot in the season two recap. So I was asking myself, is that are they going to do that when we already know we have a full series? Um, but, right. but to answer your initial question, Eric, I do actually think it was a little bit of a misstep. I think it was a little bit of a, hey, Mandalorian's really popular. Maybe you know, we can bring that whole crowd over to Book of Boba Fett by doing this. It felt a little bit uh, businessy, if you will. Um, like it made business it's sense, it. but it didn't yeah. make mm-hmm. a bunch of story sense to me necessarily. Felt a little shoehorned. Yeah. I still enjoyed it. I think those were some of the best episodes of Book of Boba Fett as a TV no show. No arguments here. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they've got to just do it, whether it's through awkward exposition or whether they do a, a relatively long recap like they did before Kenobi. Remember? Yeah. They even pulled oh, stuff from the prequels. So good. Yeah, and that was yeah. beautifully done. If they do something like that, recapping the first two seasons, and they maybe throw in a couple important things from Book of Boba Fett, I think that'd be fine. Yeah. I think that's a good point. No, I, yeah, I totally agree. Because um, I think in order to – I think there was more story to tell um, – from season two so they had to i think they had to add that in somewhere or there was they had already written out the story for season three and they needed to add they needed to add that step in between in book of boba fett um just those couple of episodes but there was one ep- was there one or two episodes but we didn't even see boba fett right two it was episodes, just all yeah, yeah or, all Mandalorian. one we didn't see in the second one he found at the end but it was just a mandalorian episode absolutely yes um and i feel like they're going to continue to do that with these other shows like the Mandalorian will show up in Ahsoka. Um, yeah. And he would just be a, he'll be a prominent figure in all of these shows that are coming out within this time period. Um, and so like that will hook everybody into watching it and to get back into the Mandalorian. We're like, well, you know, if you need to know something before, if you didn't want to watch the recap and you want to be told what happened in the book of Boba Fett in season three, you can watch the book of Boba Fett itself yeah. and you get that information and you get more information as well, because what does Boba Fett show up in the Mandalorian as well? I mean, this is going to be the giant Marvel universe that we see that we've seen before, right? right? Everybody's going to be in everything. Um, so I like the crossovers. I do, but I think it's because they're trying to grab a bigger audience and that's just a, marketing business thing it's not i don't think it, it's mainly driven by a story that they're trying to tell through the book of boba fett or ahsoka or anything like that yeah no i think you're i think you nailed it and and you know what i think about too is is the future watchers of the mandalorian will be binge watchers right i mean that's the great thing about streaming services is you'll have people that when we're in mandalorian season six or whatever right they're gonna be like oh my god i just got disney plus let me binge the mandalorian right and I'm wondering, are they going to have, like, Disney, like, next episode, next episode, are you going to go from the end of season two to the beginning of season three? You'd have to, you'd have, you probably wouldn't, wouldn't like, know to Whoa. watch the post credit scene that said Boba Fett know will all. return, right? No, because you're just binging. Yeah. So you're like, let me keep, season two, episode eight goes to season three, episode one, and they're going to be like, cool, so here's where Grogu hit. And I really think in the binge model, they're going to have a lot of people wondering, is there an episode that's gone from Disney Plus? Did they delete one where Grogu got got? Because in the recap, they're gonna be like, "This is what happened." You're like, "I didn't see that," and I've been binging. So, anyway, I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering yeah. to see what's gonna happen there. Um, again, if you're watching this show, listening to us, 
this doesn't matter. We've all watched it. We all know it happened. But as a business move, I agree. I think it was a misstep. But we'll see how the general populace reacts and if everyone kind of gets over it. I do wonder if a little bit too much of the first episode, because we only get eight per season, I think is also something to realize. Like, we're kind of in precious real estate, as it were, right? I wonder mm-hmm. if too much of the first one is going to be dealt with that exposition, but that's all hypothetical until we see the first episode. One thing we do know that got leaked this week is that the first episode is 35 minutes, which is... Pardon? 35 minutes. First episode. <laughs> what, what a... Which is pretty short. <laughs> what, that is yeah. Short. What a swerve from what they've been giving us in the past. Like, yeah. what was it, Andor? Gave us so three, here's the three thing. Episodes? It was, and the problem with... <laughs> Okay, when Andor came out, everyone's like, you can't want everything to be Andor. But the thing is, <laughs> a show is perfect. Well, well yeah. keep in mind, though, what we've yeah. said about Bad Batch, there's, there's the possibility we fall into that mindset here with Mandalorian 2. Because it is much more episodic. Yes, there is that larger right. story, but... There have always been the middle of the season is like, yep. let's just go on some adventures and we'll make our way back to the major plot line. And, and that's well, and we're a season seven. Yeah. You know, yeah, a perfect season. But we still didn't love that middle, that middle arc. Right. Mm, right. Yeah, I think it's possible. But overall, again, this is all about the ma- like you said earlier, Charles, the management of expectations is key, but it doesn't get rid of the hype. So. The couple things we've seen in these trailers, because they've been pretty sparse, which I'm glad about. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen too much. A lot of the trailers repeat footage and things like that, which is good. We saw the N1 flying through rain. I'm sorry, but that looked incredible. <laughs> it was gorgeous. Uh, he's going to Camino? Is there? Is it? Oh. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, not much to see. No. Not much to see. No, probably not. <laughs> just whole episode of him just flying around the planet. I don't see anything. I don't, just, there was, <laughs> no? All right. I guess that's it. Um. But overall, I feel like we've had a big Mandalorian focus, both like Wes, like you said, with the characters, like that shot with like four or five Mandos dropping from a ship and flying over. That's a great shot. Being on the throne. Um, It feels like we're getting a huge Mandalorian focus here. And I'm wondering how much do you think the balance is going to be between like mission of the week, like checking with grief cargo? Are we are we getting bounty pucks? Are we doing like. Are we going to be doing that stuff, or do you think we're actually just kind of all focusing on the Mandalore plot? Like, what do you think is coming? Yeah, I think the Bounty Puck um, plot line has, that's got to be finished, right? I think so, yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of, they introduced, that's how he was. That's how he has lived his life since the Empire. Yep. Um, that's how he makes money and all this other stuff, but he has a new purpose now. Sure. So hopefully I think the bounty puck thing is, is behind him. Um, but yeah, I think the Mandalore story is so vast and then you can add so many more characters to that. I mean, you could even add like Maul to that if you'd like. Um, <laughs> sure. You know, like Just there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot not? they can go into, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the heels of saying, hey, remember this show is episodic. I do think it will be less episodic than the other seasons because you're right. I mean, we've introduced so much. It's so complicated now. If you're going to keep it the same number of episodes, there's there's less time to accomplish those things. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I think ultimately what we're going to see is, oh, yeah, Mando has to go get atonement. He's going to learn what does it actually mean to be a Mandalorian, not what he, what he was taught necessarily in his 
childhood by his particular sect, and then Grogu will grow by seeing what it means to be a Mandalorian. Yeah. And I think there's something, too, in, in what, what they've taught us over the years is that what we see in the trailers by the first couple episodes, we basically run out. Oh, yeah. Right? Especially with Mandalorian. Especially with Mandalorian. And in the trailer, we see, I need to go, I, he says, I need to go to Mandalore and atone at the waterfall or whatever. Like, he has the conversation. That's not the season finale. You know, of him like, oh, look, it's Mandalore in episode seven. You know, because like every single person mm-hmm. watching knows that Mandalore is out there. So I think there was a lot of fun to be had. Again, like you said, the prominence of the Mandalorians, prominence of Bo-Katan being in the trailers, like this doesn't feel like cameo level stuff. And I think that the increased budget of it, the time we've had, like look at look how many Mandalorians there are in this shot. Yeah. Like there's so many different people about them. Um, I also like the the female Mandalorian helmets because they look a little like birds. Like, like scary owls <laughs> that would absolutely kill you. And this guy with the orange helmet, like lots of color. Why not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think there's a lot of cool possibilities to meet a lot of different Mandalorian characters and have that be a huge focus of the episode. Cause we've had the loner, right? In season one, we've had the guy with a couple of allies and now he seems like he has an army and, Oh, Wes, I, you always surprise me here. Yeah, here's Bo-Katan on the throne of Mandalore, just, just, just having a think. Yeah, she doesn't seem confident in her position at no. the moment. She seems no. like, there's a, like, where the hell is my damn sword and why don't I have it kind of thing. That's what I would be yes. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so exciting to think about what they can do with it here. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact there's been so much time since the last season – is interesting, and I'm really interested to see kind of what happens to the community. Because when Mando came out, there was Mando. That was it. Right. That was the thing. In this past year, we've gotten Kenobi. We've gotten Andor, both of which we've absolutely loved. And Mando's not the only thing, but I think it is still the phenomenon. So I want to know how people attack back into it. I want to kind of feel what is it like for all us to go back. You know, you remember when Mando first came out and everyone was like, everyone loves it. It's a uniting yeah. thing. Oh, my God. Everyone shut up for a week, you know. Do you think Mando's I mean, going to do that again? I think so. I get I, – I mean, my friends that um, play softball with, they're just like, hey, man, if you want to watch The Mandalorian, they – I mean, did you watch the Book of Boba Fett? Stuff like that. So that normally that wouldn't talk about Star Wars in a regular general sense are talking about Star Wars. And then people are like, what are you doing talking about Star Wars? It's like, yeah, and you're not stupid? Like, it's like <laughs> yeah, everybody's it's cool watching. Now. It's great. Um, so I mean, it's a great talking point. Yeah, with with it with a uh, with a lot of people now. So I think it's going to bring about I mean a lot of conversation. It's going to bring a lot of people like, oh, that's back on. Yep. And then you get a lot more viewership. Then you got more viewers, and you got more fans, yeah. and it's just it brings everybody together. Really, it's a community thing. Is what yeah. I think. Yeah. Whenever you see, um, when everybody actually gets into a thing. Much like when, like, Stranger Things and, like, just these big um, streaming seasons, yeah. uh, there's just something for everybody to, to get behind. Yeah. You want to know why I think it's going to be that? Again, I've told y'all that on Monday nights now in my house downstairs while I'm doing this podcast, it's Bachelor Watch Party happening, right? right. And right. I usually catch the end of it. And... In the past couple of weeks, when I go to catch the end of it, what do I see on commercial breaks? I see actual commercials for The Mandalorian. I don't 
remember seeing as many things. I don't watch a ton of cable stuff. I'll like record stuff and whatnot and, and watch it back and I'll skip through commercials. But I'm seeing more promotion for this than I remember seeing for a lot of the other shows. And I think it's because they know, yeah. hey, this was the big ticket item right here. So I think it's going to pull mm-hmm. a lot of those fans back in that maybe have yeah. missed the last couple. The Worldwide Phenomenon, The Mandalorian, returns streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, something exactly like that. That's it. <laughs> they something send out like the that. mailers, like just the big cardboard mailers <laughs> in your mailbox. Have you seen way The too much Mandalorian? <laughs> also, do you want to sell your house? <laughs> I bought this house two months ago. They've already said, do you want to sell it? Yeah. Um, like... But oh, I, just going through these trailers, yeah, and I remember seeing uh, like yes. this oh, with the four Jedi. Yeah, the four Jedi. What? what in the, like what? I forgot what? about this. Texting Grogu, dude. It's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. A, right? It's absolutely a flashback. I would think so because it looks like they're in the Jedi oh, Temple. Yeah. Right? That's, I mean, that's yeah. the prequel like. era. This is this is mm-hmm. Order sixty six. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and God, there's just. Every once in a just while, putting, just seeing Jedi yeah. in a post, like a post Jedi era show, is super cool to see. Because then it gives you they're they're giving you background and stuff you've never seen before. But what happened to him? So you're yeah. just like, oh, I love yo, Jedi. I'm managing my expectations. <laughs> but what if there was a whole episode that was flashback to Grogu in the temple? I'm into it. Give it to me oh, because you know God. what? Because you know what? <laughs> Remember when we had Hayden and Ewan? Dueling each other in that flashback in Obi Wan, and we were all like, "I guess this is life. This it doesn't get better than this. We made it." Like, yeah. mm-hmm. they could do it, and I would love to see an entire episode inside the temple of people talking to young little Grogu, and like, what do we see Yoda doing? I mean, that's we're <laughs> we're almost in Star Wars theory territory here at this point. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's the cool thing about Mando. At the end of the day, anything is possible. Yeah. You know. When I'm watching Andor, mm-hmm. a.k.a. my favorite show of all time, I know there's certain things I'm not going to see. And that's that's great. There's very strict parameters. I'm not seeing laser swords. I'm not seeing, like, Mace Windu jumping in being like, Cassie and Andor. Come on. Sorry, Charles. Um, Maybe not Mace in that show, knows. but in eight. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Let's be clear. Mace is alive. Skeleton crew is where we're going to see Mace Windu. Um, but... <laughs> I think Mando Jeez. is cool because it has kind of established anything's possible. It's the, it's the most sandboxy of the sandboxes. And week to week, we'll just kind of find out what happens, you know, whether it's a 35-minute episode, whether it's 45 minutes, whether it's an action-packed, whether it's quiet. Overall, it's just really fun to be a Star Wars fan when the Mandalorian is on. Mm-hmm. You know, we can, we can have episodes out the wazoo. We can have critiques, blah, blah. At the end of the day, I think that's a universal truth, is that it's just great when on Wednesdays you get the Mandalorian. And yeah. it's been two years. Yeah. I think that's that's like, I mean, obviously, that is the goal. Disney is, is giving us, like, remember, like, um, TGIF? Like Friday evening TV, you sit down with your yes. family and you watch T. You you would sit like everybody would yeah. sit down at the television and watch that. Yeah. So like Wednesdays come out, like what is everybody doing on Wednesdays? Yeah. Everybody is watching The Mandalorian, yeah. and they 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 picked this. I don't remember anything really coming out on a Wednesday other than like AEW Dynamite, but not a lot of people watch that. What's up, Adam? Um, so <laughs> Wes, Wes, I, I remember voting for Kelly Clarkson on the first American Idol. All right, you want to you want to talk about everyone watching yeah. the same thing. Wednesdays are you big. Kids don't know. Uh, 
So they're they're taking over. I think that that's what they're they're trying to do. They're gonna they're gonna take over a day of the week for you yes. to watch Disney Plus, watch The Mandalorian. You're gonna watch. 35 minutes for the first episode, I guess. But I mean, I assume it's going to be around 45 to an hour for the other ones. Yep. And then after that, what do you do? Uh, you watch more Disney Plus because it's not yep. all night long. I mean, you have other you have some time before you go to bed, maybe. But that, yeah, they're taking over Wednesdays. So business, you know? Why not? <laughs> and, I, and I think that's, and that's the fun thing because th- there will still be Bad Bash. Like, that's the crazy thing. There are going to be two shows. I'm wondering, again, I'm not in disney's circle or whatever like i wonder how the semi not conflicting but like competing i guess shows will work because some folks are just gonna watch mando and stop watching bad batch or but whatever that's business for the story mm-hmm. i think it's exciting to see what's this apostate got to atone for what do we bring into the to the fold here and i guarantee you i'm gonna wake up really early wednesday morning and the second i hear that theme and see him come back out. I'm, oh, it's gonna feel like 2019. Yeah, it's just yeah, those, man. those two then, notes, man. Just the like the first two little xylophone notes or whatever it is. Like, dun, dun. Oh man, yeah. like, oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. <laughs> and does Grogu get a little helmet in this? Stuff? I don't think. I don't think they're gonna give him. they're gonna give him a helmet. He relies. What is this? He relies then? so much <laughs> on emoting. <laughs> He Maybe they so give him a helmet just so it can be a skin in Fortnite when they oh. be the Grogu pack. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe they're gonna make him, I don't know, a little chest plate to match Mando. Well, I guess he's got his chainmail. Yeah, yeah, he's got the chainmail now. He's wearing a bathrobe, so we gotta do something. This kid's <laughs> gonna see firefights, you know. <laughs> there's there's a level of professional responsibility that we need. But yeah, I am I'm, I'm excited to see it, and I think that there's gonna be something really nice about it too. That's similar to another show going on right now, The Last of Us, the other Pedro Pascal show. <laughs> That's right. Got right. Uh, formula he's making there. so much money. Making so much money. Um, but one of the things that I've kind of enjoyed about The Last of Us a bit, at least in my circles of friends, it's not really a hot take show. Everyone just kind of watches it and like, "That's a great show," and you kind of move on. I, I'm wondering if Mando is just going to be like that. It's not going to be. But for some of us, it'll just be that show where you watch it and you're like, "God, yeah." Mandalorian, <laughs> great Wednesday. Moving on, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just kind of that simple. Yeah, I think and, it's hard for us too because we we know we're going to be like analyzing this and talking about the episodes for an hour on the podcast, and we're talking behind the scenes too. And so sometimes it's yeah. it's hard, and you get kind of sucked into that like right. critiquing mindset. But um, I, I think if any any of the shows outside of Obi Wan are going to do it for me. Just to sit there and just be a Star Wars fan and enjoy it, I think it's going to be Mando. Yeah, they, I can't they've wait. kept the. I think they kept the some of the community quiet on. Hey, when's our next Star Wars movie? It's hey, when's Mando coming out? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so they're they're, yeah. they're giving us they're giving us a little shot of Star Wars uh, every two years. Like <laughs> it's still thinking about it. like it's over two years ago. It's so long. Although, like, like in each season, you think a season is like you take off six months max. Yeah, for network. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. They quadrupled that, and well, we don't care. That being said, Wes, <laughs> if the rumors are true and we get Star Wars film news at Celebration this year, all that goes out the window because I want my goddamn Star Wars movie. Okay, that's like, true. That's, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. This is yeah. great, but let's be clear. Let's be clear. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen A. Smith, Star Wars. Let me be clear. 
<laughs> I want a Star Wars movie. All right, anyway. Too many, imp- too many impersonations this episode. Uh, overall, I want to say, guys, uh, this episode for me has done exactly what it needed to do. I am at a 10 of excitement now um, for Mandalorian. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm going to get up on Wednesday. I'm going to have my coffee. I'm going to put on my wireless headphones and just watch and sit and be back in the world. And I, I freaking love these characters, man. I, I think that every once in a while we take it, we take for granted what Mando did for all of us. Like this is, it changed Star Wars forever and it's just going to keep going. And gosh, people that, are, are irritated for whatever reason about the Filoni versus the Mando for whatever. Like, what a great thing to be able to argue about. Yeah, right. That we're getting right. all these interconnected stars. Oh, I had to watch this other Star Wars television property to understand a Star Wars television property because there's too many and I can't handle them all. Like, it's just such a great right. time. And not everything's yeah. going to be for everyone, but Mando does seem to be. Poor, poor kids in the in the in the seventies and eighties that just had to wait. You know, we loved you guys five, six years for the next movie to come out. Like all you had was, all you had was comic strips, and you had toys, three and a half point five inch figures, or three point five inch figures. Yep. I mean, so. We're lucky. Yeah. We're lucky. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're even be at. So it's not, it, I wouldn't be complaining about anything, no. really. I yeah. think about my Trader Joe's cashier I saw this week, and she was awesome. And she was like, I was 17. She saw I was wearing a Star Wars coat with patches and stuff. And she was like, Oh, is that a Star Wars coat? And my walls went up immediately. And I'm like, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't say anything. Now else. what? And then now she what? said, Oh, I was 17. When the first one came out, and then she went and saw Empire Strikes Back 13 times in the theaters. And she's like, I gasped every time Luke's hand got cut off. And she had this moment, and I'm like, and now you get to just have it all the time. This thing that you 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 bought a movie ticket for 65 cents or whatever the hell it was 13 (laughs) times. And now, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know money. Uh, <laughs> and now you get to watch Hold on. The Mandalorian. Yeah, you're looking at how much a movie ticket was yeah, in 1983. <laughs> but now she gets to watch it, and so, and so uh, do all of us. And it's just going to be such a blast to, to have it back. Uh, Wes, what, what do you find? How much is a movie ticket in 1983? It was $2. It was $2.50. $2, 65 so cents is pretty is She pretty paid that for 13 showings of Empire Strikes Back. She paid roughly like the price of a Dolby ticket. <laughs> Yeah, right so, this is something I could like. When did movies cost twenty five cents? And that was nineteen thirty eight. Ah, so we were a bit off, <laughs> bit so off. close. It's a bit off, but yeah, two fifty. I saw Babylon. I, mean, no, no. I get it. <laughs> um, all right, gosh, now now I just now I'm just impatient. Yeah. That's thing. We have a whole Tuesday before this happens. Um, mm-hmm. And so oh, fellas, last minute. Sorry, last minute yeah, reminder: mute stuff, block stuff. If you're not watching Great it point. first thing in the morning, guys, you're yep. going to get spoiled. I've had it happen yep. to me. It is not worth it. Stay yep. off the socials if yeah. you're scared about it because you, yep. you can't put spoiler tags on pictures, on a lot of stuff. Just do yourself yep. a favor and stay away from it. Yeah. Like, you cannot, you cannot mute on Twitter every single character name or people – again, we'll just post pictures with reactions, and that's their yeah. thing. Like, 
Mute the notifications. Yeah. Take it. Take a break. Honestly, also, if you have a morning without Twitter, just see how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> was that nice? Did that feel good? <laughs> like, I said yeah. this to myself. Wasn't that better? Uh, but yeah, we have we have Slack channels and Discord channels, of course. Oh my gosh! If you're not in our Utini Discord, jump in the Discord. The Mando channel is popping when new episodes come out. So mute that for sure. Uh, but then jump in, have a great time. Um, all right, fellas, let's boil it down. Most excited thing for Wednesday specifically. What do you think we're going to get in this episode that you're most stoked for? In this episode? This episode. We'll, we'll make it. We, we had a lot of content to put out over the next couple months about this show. So just mm-hmm. this episode, what are we stoked about? I uh, I mean, I think I just want to see the N1 in flight again. And I think we're going to get that right out of the gate. So... That's a great there's bet. There's been a lot, a lot of trailer volume of just the N1 Starfighter yeah. going here, going yeah. there, going through. A lot of Charles, that's, a, that's, like, yeah. that's like plus 250. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right? I was going to say Grogu kicking that Yeti's ass, but, you know, that's, a, that's probably not happening in this one. What a weird, freaky-looking creature, yeah. honestly. <laughs> the way he jumps I in. don't care for it. Um, I do not. I think – oh, man. I think we get – uh, Mando reuniting, if you want to call it that, with Grief Karga. Um, and then that's kind of where he gives the information on what's been going on with the galaxy, maybe with Mandalore, maybe with, with other stuff like the with the guild. Um, but I think he gets, I think he reunites with Grief Karga in the beginning episode. And that's kind of what springboards everything else. I like that. I'll take the off the wall prediction. Um, I think we get Appa. I think we get Captain Captain Carson Teva. Uh, I'd love to see him again. Um, because I think we saw him in the trailer. He's around. Yeah. So I'd love to mm-hmm. keep him to be one of the people Mando's checking in on. And he's like, "What are you up to? Um, what happened to Cara Dune? Oh, she got fired. I'm in charge. Oh, cool. Anyway, um, like I don't know, <laughs> something like that would be cool to see him. Um. Yeah, I think just overall, though, I'm going to be very basic, too. I hope it's shot well, and the dialogue is good. Yeah. You know, just even, like, I think that... A good base. Yeah. A good base. Solid quality. (laughs) I I think Andor showed me this and showed all of us, like, you can tell whatever story you want, and if it's shot impeccably and the dialogue is good and the acting is well done, just the craft of the episode is good, I'll go wherever you want me to go. I'm not going to be thinking about your overall plot schematics if I'm enraptured by the performances that are being given and the the things that the camera is is capturing. Mm, you know, yeah. there's a level of spectacle to Star Wars that is wonderful. Because at the end of the day, it's it's good guys got to be bad guys. And that's yeah. great. But do it well. Make it exciting. Yeah. I'm not thinking about that. Well, and one, one point to think back on is I hope it doesn't feel like we jump back into the volume. After we saw I, yes, what they did yes. with Andor, I, I just hope that, I don't know, they, they learned from some of the other experiences. I could definitely feel we were in the volume in Book of Boba Fett. I actually yep. never really felt that way all that much in Mando, but I didn't have Same. much to compare it to at the time. Now we do, so I, I really hope that it doesn't feel like we're jumping back in there. Yeah. It's kind of like when I saw Black Panther Wakanda Forever after seeing a, a preview for Avatar The Way of Water in front of it. And they had underwater sequences, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay, well, 
this could look better. But, yeah, no, I'm hoping that it looks like the Star Wars world. Absolutely right. And we know budget, blah, blah, blah. But, again, this is the biggest show on Disney+. Plus, So, let's hope. Uh, as always, we will be, I guess, I don't know how our coverage is going to work for this. It's kind of a fun new adventure for us. Uh, we'll see how many episodes require their full living forces, of course. Uh, we'll try to keep you guys posted on Bad Batch, but we're just kind of feeling it. We're going to feel what we want. If you guys want more Manyo-specific episode content, let us know. We're happy to do it. But overall, I'm excited for our boy to be back. And, uh, we'll see that next week. A quick reminder before the outro stuff here. Keep an eye on Utini Socials. Discord, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. The March Madness book bracket is starting Friday, March 3rd. And if you're watching us live tonight, make sure you're over at Patreon for the play-in so you can find out if Inferno Squad or Starfighters of Adamar are going to be the last entry. Go vote for Inferno Squad. Anyway, uh, I'm excited to see that and vote for your favorites this upcoming week. And, of course, go to our social channels to tell us what you love most about The Mandalorian and everything else Star Wars. But on that note, my friends, that'll do it. For this week's episode of The Olympic Force, if you support us on Patreon, thank you so much for everything you do for us. I hope you're enjoying everything we got for you. A special thanks to Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Robert Thomas, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and James T, Elizabeth Cloutier, Ashley Ingalls, Chris Carrizo, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Eilerson, Charles Zetsi Hankel, and Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor, Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire, and Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you to Charles and Wes for part of the meet tonight. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you, always.